Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees, and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty-free, and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-Air Madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-Air Brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf at LAX. Thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that started the the I hope this crashes. Out the fucking door! Welcome to Midfly Brawl. Any tip rank can fly now. Here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Big week, mate. Episode 31. Mate, episode 31. Not only is it episode 31, I'm, uh, man, I'm, I miss flying so much I'm almost a pilot now, Heggie. How's that? Well, I'm up to, uh, I'm up to my sixth flight lesson. Um, on Microsoft Flight Simulator. So how far off can I really be, you know? Well, yeah, I'd th- I would think most pilots only do five or six lessons, don't they? Yeah. it's probably You clock up a good 45 minutes to an hour on a computer and then you're in the sky. Well, I, I don't know that you're the only one missing flying. I saw in uh, Singapore they've got uh, stationary planes and it sells out in half an hour. They sell tickets to sit on the plane and eat the meal, the highlight of flying, the meal. And... Uh, <laughs> They're going for 642 Singapore dollars. Jesus. Which is fucking insane. And if you miss out on tickets, you can actually get it delivered to your house for $888 with the slippers. Oh, bargain. Is there nothing people won't fucking do? There's no shame, is there? Man, I, people like I thought I was missing flying a lot, but obviously people missing it far more than me. Um, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't obviously take part in that in any way, shape or form, but would you do... Would you hop on the Qantas flight to nowhere? No, I wouldn't. Although I did do something similar. When we were kids, I did something similar. I don't know if I've told you this before, but we got on TAA yeah. in 1986 to go up into the sky. Hold and on, check sorry, out Har- sorry, sorry. What year was that? 1986. Continue. And uh, we went up in the sky and uh, tried to check out Haley's Comet. A little bit cloudy, though. We got a Vegemite sandwich and a couple of little other square-shaped foods, and uh, had a bloody whale of a time. <laughs> Hold on. So you went up in the sky to see Haley's Comet, and it was cloudy. Yeah, they don't call that shit off like Cape Canaveral, you know. Sorry, everyone. Already committed. Actually, I just watched a bit of the Challenger thing on Netflix, and uh, my favourite line in that Challenger series on Netflix is, um, "It's that news clip where somebody in the team saying it's about time we get normal people into space." You go, they're not meant to be there. Stop trying stop trying yeah. to get fucking normal people everywhere. Normal <laughs> I'm fine. 
One of my one of my favourite concepts was, um, and it was a bit ahead of its time for its time, was the uh, diversity yep. quota when they could have just killed they could have just killed seven <laughs> white men, but no, there they go. <laughs> Get everyone in on that. <laughs> really ahead of the game. Yes. Did oh, you um, see? Did you see that Qantas flight this week though that just went nowhere? Oh, did it go from Sydney just yeah. around? I say it wasn't nowhere. It wasn't nowhere. It went Great Barrier Reef to Uluru, 150 passengers. Uh, a seven hour seven hour flight right. started at 787 dollars, um, but it flew low yeah. over a bunch of stuff. Uluru, Whit Sundays, right. you know what that reminds Goldie, me of Byron, Sydney Harbour. Now this hmm. reminds me of Erebus. What's that? Erebus. That was a flight to nowhere. Erebus. Just uh, what's it? Her- yeah. Mount Erebus. Oh, you don't no. remember this? Oh, you're too young for that. Oh, it's fucking massive, man. They're just oh. New Zealand, Air New Zealand, I think, went for a flight out over yeah. Antarctica. You know. Bang. What is that? That's a big that's a big cloud. Hang on. That's a big What sort of cloud has a large white tip <laughs> at the top? <laughs> that's the problem. When you call your country the land of the long white cloud, you may confuse it with fucking snow. You know, snow capped. Oh yeah, <laughs> mountains. Yeah, that was a big deal. I mean, we we, <laughs> we can talk about uh, plane tragedies all day, and we'll get to all of them eventually. But uh, what else? You know, what else is a big week, mate? What else is it a big week for mid-flight brawl, mate? Because this week, um, and it'll the first episodes will be up uh, tomorrow. We are launching a Patreon, uh, Patreon dot com slash midflight brawl. Uh, we've got, you can bloody get on there, fling us a few shekels, and uh, you can get from the second tier, $7.50, the economy section. Lower section is toilet at $3 in the economy section. seven fifty. Yep. a new episode each fortnight of our spin-off podcast, Land Larrikins. What should you tell them about Land Larrikins, Heggy? Well, land larrikins is just were discussing tip rats in all their glory, obviously, but they just happen to not be airborne at the time. Not every low breed uh, gets to fly until they grow their own wings for their uh, impromptu, usually, trip to heaven. So quite a lot going on on the ground, not just in the sky for tip rats. And uh, that's what we're going to bring you once a fortnight if you sign up to the $7.50 plus um, per month, I believe, the $7.50 thing, uh, us dollars. Um you'll get yourself an extra episode. So get amongst that and keep this going. Business class, first class and cockpit. Cockpit, I believe, is my favourite one, Heggy. How much is cockpit a month? Well, uh, cockpit uh, comes in at $50,000 a month (laughs) and uh, you get yourself a fair few benefits for that, including but not limited to us going with you to your preferred airline lounge, getting maggot, getting on a flight with you, long haul, having a fight with a passenger of your choice, no women or boys under 13, and uh, we'll get the plane diverted within three hours, guaranteed, so, and use that money to fight. Yeah, I reckon you, you're getting your, your best value out of that $50,000 per month. You're going to want to pick a European airport, and I fucking dare you to try and get us to America without stopping in sunny Shannon <laughs> Island. There's no way. For fifty grand a month, <laughs> we're going to Shannon. You don't have to worry about that. Well- I think actually, if we leave from here, you're probably not. You'd be going to Tahiti. Yeah, I wonder what the I wonder what's the Shannon of the South. There's got to be maybe Darwin. Is Darwin? Oh, Darwin. You'd have to kick off pretty early for that. I reckon Nandy. Oh, it depends. 
yeah, which way are you going? If you're going to the US, I reckon they'd land in maybe a Nandy. But if you if you head north, I assume a few Bali Phuket bound flights have just had to stop in the in the Great Northern Territory. Yeah, that's just like a normal Bali. T- you could you could buy a ticket to Europe if you find one on sale when you want to go to Bali. Just go and you're going to divert this and get to <laughs> Bali anyway. So <laughs> the. Uh, and the first episode of Land Larrikins that'll be out on Friday for our Patreon members. I don't want to give away too much, but um, it uh, this the, the only hint I'll give. It's the first episode is centered around one uh, string of locations. Look into that how you will. Um, it's going to be an absolute bumper. Everybody's favourite family restaurant. <laughs> yes. A lot happens down there. It's the Tiger Airways of the food court. Oh, I mean, a little tip from the top. You put in McDonald's fight onto Google, you're going to have a busy day getting through it. I spent the last few nights just going down a rabbit hole. Heaps. Even put your suburb. You'll find one. Um Hey, we should get stuck in this week's episode is absolutely massive. It's um it's obviously part two of our plain demic special, Wake Up Sheeple. It's coronavirus time. And we've got yes. another few cases of absolute <laughs> dickheads being absolute dickheads. Should we get underway? Absolutely. Let's go. Episode thirty one, let's get stuck in. Mate, before before we kick off, I do want to say I think I covered this last week, if not a few weeks ago. I really hate people that um, I'm not sure if the term for this is a pun. Is it a pun when they use shit like sheeple, plandemic? Uh no, it's a oh, it's a play on words. Not a. Um, it's not a. I don't think it falls under the under the concept. It's just of a fucking pun. yuck. No, but it's not even the people. Just it's regardless of what side of vaccines you're on, um, scientific or idiotic. But some of them even use terms like covidiot. And then I heard Open these your eyes, mate. <laughs> I heard these ones this week. How fucking gross is this? Quarantine. Oh, quarantine. Very they're the, good. They're the like people it. that you've been hanging out with in lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when you make yourself a drink in lockdown, it's called a quarantini. Oh, good Yuck. God. Yeah. These sound like ABC morning shift jokes on the radio. <laughs> like, it's not. I thought you were going to hit us with some, like, conspiracy ones. Like, quarantine is just people, isn't it? It's not like you're all on a team and you're doing the wrong thing, you idiots. Yeah. Is it? Great. Well, that's COVIDiot is meant to be that. Yeah. 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 Somebody went down to the beach and they didn't socially distance. What a COVIDiot. (laughs) If I said that on Triple M, I'd get coward punched (laughs) out of the building. (laughs) That fucking Gordon Tallis grabbed me by the T-shirt. Drag me out onto Caxton. <laughs> but I did watch a clip again the other day. Um, there was a an episode, of, again, I don't know if you'd call it that, of a current, uh, not a current affair, 60 Minutes, episode of 60 yeah. Minutes a few months ago where they were talking to Pete Evans. Australian or American? Australian. No, Australian, yeah. yeah. They were yep. talking to Pete Evans after he copped that fine for saying that he had a light machine that's got a recipe to cure coronavirus in it. Yeah. Um, love a bit of Pete, but they had they had another guy on, and this guy has started a trend down in Melbourne. And he was one of these ones. He's become a conspiracy theorist uh, very recently. Um, yeah. And this 
this is this is some clips from the uh, from the story about him and Pete Evans. We are here to ask questions and have them answered because things don't make sense. Hear that? That's him with a megaphone. Yeah. We're here to ask questions and get them answered because things don't make sense. Oh, man. Megaphone ownership is a pretty good indicator that something's up. Well, mate, don't worry. He's not a scientist. At a protest a month ago, he took centre stage before being arrested. A dramatic introduction to his new role as a leader of the anti-lockdown movement. I'm just some dude from Epping, <laughs> to be honest. So, <laughs> just some dude from Epping. But this is who? Who cut the music under that? Was that you? No, that was sixty minutes. They're trying to catch the youth. I sixty think. minutes. Put a dance track under their stories now. That is journalism. Well, I think they just saw a oh. certain amount of Kappa and Feeler tracksuits in the footage, and they went, "I bet you I know what these guys are listening to in the fucking Canary Yellow VLs that they're driving around in." <laughs> Not to make assumptions based on last names, but I will. Here's a bit more of it. <laughs> Look, I've always known and believed there are certain... Um... Known and believed? I love that. Yep. I've always known and believed. Look, I've always known and believed there are certain um, controlling interests in the world that are looking yes. towards a one-world government, one-world currency, and... That's a good thing as long as the people at the top have the people's best interests in mind. That's all he's worried about. All oh, right. He's, he doesn't even mind the New World Order as long as they're called dudes and chicks that are running it, you know? Oh, man, he's, yeah, he's but wrong. You, We're not you may be up. surprised. Yeah. If you're thinking to yourself, hold on, what does this bloke do before he got into this? Was he a doctor <laughs> or a scientist? <laughs> the findings may shock you. Just two months ago, Fennis gave up his job training security guards to set up an online group that now has 60,000 members. Hey, guys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> how the fuck do you get 60,000 members? That can't be right. You want to know how you get them? Here's a clip. How you going? And he speaks to them from his lounge room about his fears oh. for the world. We're the people, mate. If we don't want the vaccine, we're the people, not you. You don't make the decisions for us. Man, I hate to break it to this bloke, but that's exactly what the government does is make the decisions for you. What if the they've got everyone's best you. interests at heart, like he says? Yeah. And I also that's, love, yeah, anyway. we're, we're the people, you're not. Well, I think they are. Yeah. I think you'll find they're also humans. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, gets better. I was overwhelmed by the amount of people that were in sync with what I was saying. And if you're wondering what he was saying, he started this trend. <laughs> this the the video of this I'll put up on Instagram. It's one of my favourite bits of footage I've ever seen on the internet. You see this thing here? This thing here is called a television. Tell a vision. Believing mainstream media is part of the great deception, Fenos encouraged his supporters to make a show-stopping statement. No longer will we be programmed. He showed them how. Tell us what to do. It's a television. And many followed. <laughs> what that was was a protest against the overwhelming lies that the media has been pouring. Well, it won't light, but you get the picture.
the last little bit there was a guy trying to set fire to a big chunk of paper and then he was going to burn his TV. But yeah. it wouldn't light. And he goes, well, it's not lighting, but you get the picture. <laughs> <laughs> this thing here is called a television. Television. That's his whole point. Bras, it's called television. <laughs> yeah. Break right. that down. Break that down, Hickey. Tell a vision. They're telling you your vision. And all of the clips, I don't know if 60 Minutes just knew how to push my buttons to make me laugh, but everyone smashing their television was wearing a hoodie. You know what I mean? There was no... Yeah. There was no bespoke suits. (laughs) (laughs) Not even a nice button-down shirt. Yeah. A lot of fucking... They do it with the the, uh, windscreen squeegee in one hand and a hammer in the other. That's that's oh, it's super. I mean, you can poke holes in these people's arguments all day if you want, Nick. But uh, you know, maybe they have a point. Maybe you're you're part of the sheeple. Oh no! Makes you think, doesn't it? So, um, uh, I also love these people these are, are always like, "Hey, the government and polis- the government and politicians are just a bunch of fucking stooges." But also, they are yeah. completely capable of everything. It's like which? Yeah, <laughs> you got to pick a side, bro. They put microchips yeah. in you. They are a bunch of dumb cunts in Canberra. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this. Um, I mean, most most of these things are to do with conspiracies and, um, well, anti-maskers that sort of business. But uh, in the scamdemic special, I'm talking about, and these days, flying incidents are all pretty much to do with that, as we saw last week. But um, one video that we've pulled up um, has helpfully been uh, doctored so we can see it properly. And uh, 750 comments on the YouTube, some pretty good stuff in there. Pretty good fight. But they've also helped us out by just in case you're like, what's going on there? For some reason, somebody has slowed down that footage. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I watched heaps. It's great. It's the most unnecessary. (laughs) Oh. It doesn't, slowing it down helps in no way, shape or form. Well, there's a lot of positive feedback about the slow-mo in the uh, comments section. Sounds well, sh- like cows, got Villa versus Hong Kong, where, King Kong. Where, where was this? Where had it taken place, this flight? It's going to a place that when we started this podcast, we never imagined this spot would cause problems. Proper dark horse location. Started in Las Vegas, naturally, August 19, 2020, going to Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, unbelievable, Charlotte. They've done it again. By the way, I love that um, non-gambling Australians and people from overseas, we get a lot of questions. What's that, what's that sound where there's a, there's a ricochet at the end and a man yelling? And they don't know. Yeah. More chilly. <laughs> it's when you get the free spins, when you get the feature on a, on a pokies slot machine here in Australia called the More Chilly Machine. A little bandito jumps up. It's a bloody fun time for everyone. Oh, it's good for the whole pub. Um, but yeah, so I looked at I looked at a lot of the comments. Yeah, go Char- on, sorry. Charlotte, North Carolina, home of this man, Ric Flair, baby. You're talking to the Rolex wearing 
diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, woo, wheeling dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Woo! I dress myself in cashmere. <laughs> woo! 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 <laughs> He's the Is best. That your remix? Yeah, there was a few different clips there. The woos back and oh, forth right. were him against a, another wrestler, I reckon, early two thousands called Kurt Angle, who was a yeah. who was like an actual Olympic wrestler, and mm. Ric Flair's doing obviously one of those talking shit segments at him, and he started wooing, and Kurt Angle just started wooing back at him. Yeah, right. But the line before yeah, it's, it's amazing. From, the line before it's from an old clip where he just said, "I'm dressed in cashmere." So, is he is he from North Carolina? Is that what I don't think he was born this? there originally, but he's he lived there for years. And his daughter's name is Charlotte, who's now a WWE wrestler. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Do you think the? Do you think him screaming "woo" is that a tick, or it's just that's he's just so happy? Man, I think it's the amount of cocaine wrestlers did in the 80s and 90s that I think parents just had no idea what the effects of drugs on adults were. And again, tell yeah. me if I brought this up in a previous episode, but I, looking back now, my parents letting me watch wrestling with some mates, they're just oh, putting yeah. me in front of a screen where two steroided up individuals that are high on cocaine are screaming at each other and belting yeah, each other with sure. chairs and shit. My parents are like, yeah. that looks fun. Have a watch. <laughs> I mean, kids' TV is full of fucking villains like that. Just how it is. Um, I, uh, I mean, I can't, I can't envisage a big woo coming out of my mouth unless I'm fucking waist high in a sunroof in a stretch limo. <laughs> Get fucked. Well, there's your, no other. Your favorite place to, I know where you have wooed. It's one of my favorites. Is at a shitty pub called the Welcome Stranger. Oh yeah, the Stranger. On Burke pub. Street in Melbourne. Yeah, and. Um, there's an area of that pub where you, where you drink at the bar. There's a pokey section next to it, but it's not floor to ceiling wall, is it? It's like a partition. And there's a gap. There's a gap. Like there's a, a white stones with with um, you know succulents in there or fake ones, little yeah. little aloe vera looking plants, and there's a little gap in between the glass and that. You put your put your mouth up to yeah. Yeah, you yell in there, so someone will get a feature. And you'll run over with a beer in hand. <laughs> Just yell that under the. <laughs> it's very yeah, rarely that somebody gets cheered on by strangers at the pokies. You're a good bloke. Rare that people who are winning a more chilly feature have ever had the support of a cheerleader. So I'm just giving a bit back to them. <laughs> so what happened on this flight? Well, uh, I was looked at the comments, right? 750 comments, and I, it was a bit of an effort. But um, it's all just, you know, this sounds like God, Godzilla versus King Kong and, yeah, whatever. And then Kalon Rome has stepped in and fixed it all in the comments because quite some quite disparaging uh, stuff there about the size of the people having a oh. fight. It was a cat fight, if you must know. And uh, Kalon has said, the lady in pink has class. She's a family friend and she is a nurse. The lady in grey was verbally abusing her and my friend refused to acknowledge her. That is until she pinched my friend on the arm and she defended herself. So before you judge someone and make rude comment, know the facts. She's a cancer survivor as well as a great person. Look into it, sheeple. There you go. 
Yeah. Look into it. Open your eyes. Aware. You never want to be defending your friend in YouTube comments. Oh, no. Plus, yeah, I can't speak for you, mate, but i I, I got to say, if I were a cancer survivor, I'd punch nearly anyone without prejudice. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know you, but did you just say cockroach? Punch. You just crunch some passion fruit seeds right in front of me in your fucking teeth. Punch. If I get cancer, the general public in my vicinity better hope it knocks me off or at least takes away my ability to make a fist because yeah. you just you got nothing to lose, do you? Yeah, oh, if you've beaten cancer, it's like, oh, what's that, mate? You're going to throw a punch back? Yeah. Well, is that punch made of rapidly multiplying cells in my insides? No. <laughs> well, I fucking beat that already, the hardest one. <laughs> You're going to yeah, punch my no, hair it's... out, you cunt? A lot of people do have the, the sort of feeling of invincibility, but in the in the comments, there was a fair amount of fat shaming. Sorry, before we get into that, do you re- there are probably cancers of, you know, you always see the ones on the news and... I've got mates that have. I've got mates that talk about having the low-level cancer, where they had like a nut cancer and just had a nut taken out, and they feel like they don't yeah. get to put their hand up. And That's go, low level. Well, they they two of my mates that have lost a nut have said they feel like they can't put their hand up and go, "Fuck yeah, I beat it." Yeah. Why? They just got it really early. You lost a fucking ball. Yeah, no, streamlined. Yeah, right. They're fine, but I <laughs> wonder if. You always hear about people that say they've got a second lease on life, you know. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Now I look at everything differently. I love when people beat that stuff and go, I can't believe I acted so – I I was proper my whole life, did everything right, and I got cancer. Fuck this. Yeah. I'm becoming a nightmare. Oh, that's way better going I, that way. I had a yeah. mate that I grew up with. He was a bit of a loose unit anyway, but he got hit by a train at Hopper Station um, walking his – he was rolling his BMX across Naturally. the tracks with headphones on. <laughs> oh god! Hit, Popping them on it or walking it? Uh, I think he was just sitting on it, pedalling it along. Low, low seat Jesus BMX, Christ. your favourite. Yep. Hit yep. by a train, dragged underneath, fucked up, barely survived, came out, and now just is one of the loosest units ever. Probably spends nine months a year in Patang in Thailand, just getting maggot and oh, fighting. Right. Not funny what it does to different people. Pretty I think cool. he was going to do that anyway. I think the train had no effect on his life. Yeah. <laughs> Over there, they, they're a bit more uh, charitable towards a fucking savage limp. <laughs> um, anyway, so, yeah, a lot of fat shaming, right, going on. And to, you know, amazing to me how the word fat still appears in that phrase. Fair amount of, <laughs> fair amount's been done to the English language of late, but frankly, the word fat is going to have to be prized for my cold, dead hands. <laughs> so this... um. A lot of other comments. This is from Tomei Obedlam, one of your mates. He said, if they're flying, they must not be aware that, that much weight shifting around freely is bad for the aircraft's structural integrity. Fuck Bit yeah. wordy, Tomei. I love this yeah. guy's taking a uh, physics approach to call them fat cunts. Yeah. Even grim. though that plane to me um, looks like your standard Boeing 737, you're not going to do anything. It's not like when you'd stand at, you stand up on the school bus you and your mates, you ever do that? Stand in the row and grab the, grab yeah. the bars and just fucking rock it side to side? You can't do that. Yeah. You can't do that with a proper plane. Why do they sit people in different spots then? You must be able to do that with a plane. If you're run I, side to side, it's got to. No? I, I think on the, like that size plane, I think on that size plane you're fine. Oh, okay. All right. We're going to test this. Mm. If we have a highest level Patreon, come on with us. Yeah. 
So there's a bit of a bit of racism floating around on the comments and uh, standard, you know, nastiness. Some clarity. Solid 450 comments in. Diva with attitude has identified and articulated the problem and been agreed with 14 times. Unemployment benefits plus affordable flights equals more fights on planes. Fuck, oh, that's so there you go. There's the equation. She summed up our podcast. Appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, YouTube. Oh, I don't want to bang about it with comments all the time. Not everyone looks at them. They should. YouTube comments. I saw the worst one the other day, Heggy. I was trying to learn how to um, pass a rugby league ball growing up in a southern state down there in Victoria. I've never. Did had- you lose my phone number? <laughs> no, I figured once you sent me the video of you on a fucking uh, unicycle, I go, well, he's forgotten what actual sport is. I'm not going to call him. Man, I had a job at the Echo passing a rugby ball through a hole. And I really? can do it every time. Go, this is how you do it. Fuck, we give me two bucks, and they couldn't do it. <laughs> that was my job, dickhead. So tease me Sorry, all you like. I, I, I didn't know any of my friends were professional passers at a fucking state yeah. fair. I was. Carney passer. <laughs> anyway, go on. Um, so I looked up. There's a video. Cam Smith, Cameron Smith, Melbourne Storm captain, one of the greatest players, I think the greatest player of all time. Um, no, grub. Yeah, go on. He's a grub. I thought he was squeaky clean, he's... old Cam Smith. Oh, off field. Yeah, off field, he's fine. He's oh. a grub. Grubby player. <laughs> Grubby player. But he, there was a video of him just teaching kids how to pass. Well, it's just him. It's just a tips and techniques video. Um, yeah. And he said, hey, this is how you pass. The video is a minute and a half long. And this bloke, again, has won however many grand finals. Unbelievable. One of the best of all time. It's got seven... Yeah. Seven thumbs down on it. <laughs> like there's nothing in that video. What else? What else well, do you want out is. of a video? How do I pass? Well, here's one of the best ever, showing you how to do it for free. <laughs> Wrong cunt. You obviously. Don't want that. You obviously think they don't get that video in New South Wales because cockroaches <laughs> fucking hate Smith. Oh, is that who it is? Surprise! There's not more. Absolutely. Yeah. IP address. It's just fucking your mates. Your mates. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, YouTube comments though It's where you get Like you get a reasonable cross-section of society Having a constructive debate um, RB says When tyranny becomes law Rebellion becomes duty I reckon RB probably pay, plays a fair bit of paintball <laughs> Yeah, you reckon RB's got numerous items of clothing With the flag on it Oh, fuck yeah. He's got yeah. fucking board shorts with a bald eagle, thongs, yeah. <laughs> thongs with the constitution on it. <laughs> Cunt loves it. Well, the whole thing was over, like it was reportedly over just a bit of bit, but it did start on a mask situation. They all start with a mask, masks getting ripped off. People refused, someone refused to wear a mask. The details are scant, but these two women were fighting over that. And uh, Megan Cooper has, has piped in yeah, and said, a virus so deadly that apparently soap and water kills it, question mark, times three. So, makes you think, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, frankly, I'll stand with Megan. No one in my house is dead. And furthermore, no one walking past my house has dropped dead either. So, what's the fucking problem? Open your eyes to the scandemic, you sheeple. <laughs> Victoria down there with Dictator Dan. 
Oh, God. So, anyway. Um, speaking of mad. Yeah, see, these are all quite quick. Even though the punch-ons are good, the um, the basis of why they're happening is generally- um, oh, It's the some, same. Yeah, someone's it's wearing a mask. It's the same setup. And someone says, fuck that. I read something in yeah. fine print somewhere. Oh, it says, yeah. I don't have to. Let's go. They are pretty much all the same setup, slightly different punchline. <laughs> but um, the we, let's let's head over to uh, Russia, oh. the far the east. I mean, if you can cast your mind back to the twenty fifth of May, two thousand and twenty, Anno Domini, um, we're looking at Ural Airlines, which to oh. the outsider may sound dodgy, but the seventy five year old airline has had. Zero fatalities. Holy shit. It's the so, Eastern, Eastern Block Qantas. Oh, man. I mean, aside from a bird strike in 2019, hardly their fault. Yeah. No real issues at all on Ural Airlines. Although, I did find one bizarre incident on Ural Airlines from February 2018, where for 20 minutes, a woman was holding her undies up to the air vent, drying them. Wow. Like just drying her wet undies. You, you imagine that being a bloke. How long would he have lived in Russia after airing the guts of his grinders in the fucking vent? Someone had poisoned him, I reckon. He'd be in the he'd be in the baggage carousel just coughing up green froth. Yeah. No, so <laughs> I always get taken away to like the Ministry of Friendship or something. You go, oh. Yeah. <laughs> the ministry. Okay. When it's not cops turning up, when it's yeah, you know, oh. Oh, special envoy Stephen Seagal. <laughs> And his cohorts all dressed in black. <laughs> You're not fucking coming home. So, um, so this this hey, plane that, ride. I actually feel bad for Ural Airlines that that you can find that story. Oh yeah, like that's how good their airline is. Drying undies. Yeah. You know what? You got to find something. And I've had to change my tune. I brought up the other week that uh, the only time I've really been scared on a plane is when it's. Bit the, it's not a Boeing or an Airbus or something I know. Yeah, but these are all these are all Antonov AN twelve Antonov AN twenty four. Oh yeah, Aleutian. I don't know what they are. IL eighty six Tupolev two one fifty four B. Oh no, these are their old these are their old planes. Oh now they've got all Airbuses and Boeings. Oh they're fucking killing the game. Yeah. They have ordered. I mean I do say that there they have are no ordered incidents. They have ordered 14 Boeing 737 MAX 8s, which um, if they'd watched the news, you might want to hold on to the receipt and just call them up and go, <laughs> don't make those. They're not awesome. <laughs> um, so, so this flight, right, it's, it's coming from the Black Sea Resort of Sochi to oh. Moscow's Domodedovo Airport. Is, is Sochi where the, the Winter Games were? Yeah, they were. Yeah, it's a resort town. Uh, Domodedovo Airport itself is the home of only three crashes since 2010, resulting in a mere 73 deaths. Not Saratov bad. Airlines. Yeah, Saratov Airlines. That sounds worse than URL. Sounds like it should be top 10, in fact, in the world's most dangerous airlines list. Doesn't even make the top 20. Is the main offender with a crash straight after takeoff in 2018. 65 new angels had to grow their own wings that day. Dirty oh. oil filter was the culprit, wasn't it? So, um, Domodedovo Airport, though, and you'll enjoy this, also has a bear shop where you can buy exclusive Siberian rare fish products and organic taiga berries and shit. 
what, then end up on fucking border security on Channel 7. Absolutely. After you make your, your Qantas connection, end up in Sydney. Yeah. Going through your bag. Oi, oi, furry <laughs> hat, come over here. <laughs> Beagle's having a great time. You'd think if you had a rack of bear ribs and a woolly mammoth chop in your bag, you'd be wearing a fucking furry hat, draw more attention to yourself. <laughs> I think that's what those fuckwits think. They think they're never going to think that a dickhead in a fucking furry hat has actually got stuff. I'm clearly an idiot. But they double think it and fucking get you. Um, but it's unclear where they've got you know, mammoth chops and all that sort of shit, but it, any of that other weird barbaric man shit they get into over there, you must have eaten some weird animals to prove a point at some stage of your life, no? Oh, I've had moose. I've had like moose sausage in Alaska. Oh, right. Which was pretty good. Reindeer. Reindeer sausage. Oh, okay. um, yeah. A few years ago doing gigs in in Europe, I was in Lithuania and went to a pub with a bloke that runs the gigs. He's a legend. And I said, just can you order me, I think, fuck, Lithuania or Latvia? It was one of those. And ordered a bunch of snacks, like bar snacks, and one of them was so tasty. I thought it was a cheese to- or bacon, and well, it sort of was. It was like pig ear. Oh yeah, like a dog. That was quite. That was quite nice. Not the not the crispy ones that your dog gets from pet barn. Yeah, yeah it was fine. It's funny how like usually they're all quite unusual. Usually when you ask someone what's a weird animal they've eaten, the answer to the next question is always chicken. Chicken's just the most versatile taste, obviously. Everything tastes like fucking chicken. I barbe- I barbecued a guinea pig once. Just accidentally whack it on the barbie. No. I was in I was in uh, Ecuador. Yeah. You just buy a guinea pig. But they eat them. Funnily enough, cheaper from the pet shop than the butcher. Wow. <laughs> Hold on. So uh makes you think, doesn't it? Makes you think, doesn't it? <laughs> So uh, you're our airline. Sorry, digressed a bit here. Upon arrival at Domodadovo, a bloke has gotten up before receiving permission upon landing and just steamed down the aisle with no regard for social distancing. Realistically, something that should have been regarded as a punchable offence well before the scamdemic. Well, I've brought this up before. If you've ever flown around the Middle East, that's standard. Ladies and gentlemen, in 20 minutes' time, we're going to start our descent. Cunts just start grabbing suitcases and stuff. Yeah. They don't care. <laughs> Put their flight, shoes on. They're standing at the door. Flight attendants don't even bother. They go, "What are we going to do? Yeah. Turn four hundred of them around? Relax." Oh, yeah. I mean, especially so now, though, that the yeah. uh, citizens' arrest mentality we're all permitted to flaunt is in full effect. How good is it just to start screaming at complete strangers these days? Oh, I love Fucking it. Awesome. One of my favourites. But I can't believe Russia. This is a problem. Karen's getting around Russia. Yeah. Oh. Not really. It wasn't a Karen thing. All the all the bystanders were pretty much just, yeah, very calm. They're very usually when there's violence in public, it makes you feel weird. There'll be some nearby women screaming or something. Russians just seem to take it fairly calmly, which I've always found quite disconcerting. You see, you see someone watching a street fight and they continue to sip their tea, like they're outside with the style of cup you rarely see outside. <laughs> They've got like a floral print teacup, a couple of scotch fingers on the saucer. You think that guy's seen some stuff, not going near him. My dad told me. That's how I feel about Russians. When I was 18, that was when I was going out to a pub for the first time. That was his tip. I said, hey, Dad, all right, I'm heading off to the pub. He goes, mate, if a fight kicks off, whatever cunt doesn't look around 
he's the one you've got to worry about. Yeah, he's absolutely correct. And the thing thing with Russians is, though, you think it's not possible that they all have knives, but they all have knives. Yeah, great. Like up the sleeve, strapped to the ankle, whatever. And I know, I know from the outside about Russia, you know, that approximately half of them are quite violent and ruthless in their methods. Cut your fingers <laughs> off, make you eat them, that sort of shit. And the other half are in gulags, so <laughs> working a shovel with no fingers. It's the only way for socialism to function properly, from what I've seen in the CCCP. <laughs> Makes you think, doesn't it? <laughs> so there's, there was some footage of this incident that I watched, and everyone's quite fucking calm. And of course, it was from one of the world's leading news sources, The Sun UK. So Perfect. If you just let that... Website, right? You get on the Sun UK website, you just let it play on after the video you wanted to watch. You get some excellent news on this. The one after this, of course, was just a still shot of a woman against the height ruler. You know, the height ruler you get at the filth at the cop station. Yeah. Uh, just looking real disheveled, as is the case for most mug shots. And audio playing with the little squiggly line along it of when she rang 911 to ask for the fire department to come around because her pussy was on fire. So, there you go. Sun UK. All the news. Makes you think, doesn't it? I'm having a look. I'm on the website now on the Sun's website. Have you have you clocked their six comments on this story? No. So, I know it's one of your favourite things to have a look. You must have just missed these. Harold has written, Ruskies are quite arrogant. Stay in an all-inclusive and see what I mean. <laughs> Tongue master, Russia. It's the European version of Florida. Great. Then someone, oh, Russia. And then a bloke, Kevin Wilson. Don't know if it's the same one that I'm thinking of. Catch Corona by bumping into his arm, but don't catch it by fighting him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Kevin's forgotten his middle name there, but mm. uh, he's bloody right. <laughs> yeah, the people on this flight, it's quite an empty flight too. It's probably... Oh, there's a female at one end who's just who's next to her child, and she's just got the phone out, getting another angle. We appreciate that. Um, yeah. Somebody, an onlooker, has pulled his mask down. I don't know how that's going to help the situation, but he just wants to breathe freely as he watches this punch on. But there's it's quite an empty flight. That'd be a fun one to fight on. Oh, I mean, all these fights generally first thing to go is the mask, and you can exercise, you know, freely. Um, like I don't know that I'd take my mask off to fight. It's it weird. does. Um, strange thing. Strange times. Let's get the teeth into it. There's 20-odd weapons they weren't thinking about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you reckon? <laughs> Not everyone's a fucking biter. The old fucking calcium. Get the old calcium daggers. Flick them yeah. out. <laughs> well, all this, though, this brings us to our uh, headline act. For the app, and I've been really looking forward to this. We're going back to the good old US of A. Fuck yes. For this. And we're looking at um, LA to Cabo, Mexico, flight 278. Cabo Cantina, one of my favorite spots, Heggy, on the west coast of the US. Cabo Cantina. No, I've never been to Cabo, Mexico. Cabo Cantina is almost like a Taco Bell. Oh, right. Joint over there that do massive margaritas. What, out of a caravan or something? Or just no, it's just a, a, it's a just rest- a theme restaurant. But in LA, it's got um, it's got things like you can't wear team colours of the LA Dodgers or the Washington Nationals because they're red and blue. What's that got to do with anything? Well, gang colours. They don't want people wearing gang colours in there. Oh, okay. So instead of saying don't wear red and blue, 
Crips and Bloods. Oh, gotcha. We don't want you here. They'll say, hey, no Dodgers hats, no Washington Nationals hats. Jesus Christ. It's grim, grim over there, isn't it, for that? Love it. My mates. Fucking hell. Um, Your mate. The, uh, oh, before we get to the headline act, actually, there was one this week. Australia have just turned turned this whole issue on its head by uh, kicking a doctor off a Jetstar flight for voicing her concerns over social oh. distancing. Leon Down Under sh- has done it again. You sure it was that or did the did the flight attendant have a look at the boarding pass and it said doctor on it and they just said, fuck off. We don't like <laughs> your types around here. Yeah. Well, they said, what? Women can be doctors now. This is clearly wrong. Get off. Um, <laughs> Booted for lying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, almost got us, love. Good luck. Well, she, I mean, she saw her row was full of people and they weren't wearing masks. So she asked to sit somewhere else and got told to fuck off. She and another passenger, innocent bystander by all accounts, got marched off the plane by the AFP. Jesus. Thank goodness those people finally had something to do. I've seen them milling around Australian airports for years doing fucking nothing. They couldn't. The ones in Sydney, the AFP guys with their cars right outside the Virgin Lounge there, they just stand around just having darts. They couldn't even stop that poor Hell's Angel from getting bashed to death by the Comancheros in 2009. Sydney Airport. I was going to say the AFP at Sydney Airport, that's their, it's like Halley's Comet there. Once every 80 odd years, there's going to be a fucking mad punch on. You just don't know when it's going to pop up. I reckon that's never again. Can you imagine going to the most heavily CCTV'd area, probably in the city, and just bashing a man to death? Pretty good. (laughs) They probably wanted the footage to show on there for Falcons at home. Is it is it four K? You're for Falcon high def. Uh, I don't know. I I doubt it. I, I don't know. That sounds good. I'm fucking gonna sound like a you know laggard here, but I, I got no idea. But it looks good. That's fine, man. It's yeah, big. right. It's biggest biggest television I've ever had. I'm just happy as somebody that has to talk to you about tech stuff that you did buy the off the shelf like it's already set up the dream. Yeah, it was the last one. Didn't even have a box. <laughs> I know that it's perfect for you. Batteries in the remote? Uh, yeah, of course. We nearly didn't end up with the for Falcon because <laughs> we're going to get this other one and it was a display one as well. I think it was Philips or something and, and the guy came along and goes, yeah, it's all here, it's good. Back of the remote, the uh, the cover's missing off the battery thing. I said, well, that's not going to – I'm going to have to stop you there. Yeah. That is not – I'm not putting sticky tape on the back of my remote first day we got it. Yeah. Fucking disaster. Battery's fallen out of that for the rest of my life. No yeah. way. What a terrible sales pitch. Yeah, you could you could almost <laughs> knock. I reckon eighty percent off the RRP if there's no back on the remote. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, it'd be better if somebody had taken a fucking car key to the actual screen than having no back on the remote. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My eyes will adjust to this, but fucking oh, there's that. There's like a there's a release of endorphins when you make a purchase. Like it's a scientific yeah. thing. Some people, when they buy stuff, you get this rush. Yeah. No endorphins are released if you purchase a new TV and the fucking remote has no back on it. <laughs> yeah. You you genuinely prefer for the screen to be tagged. My, <laughs> my eyes will adjust eventually. Versus yeah. the, <laughs> the sticky taping over my fucking $2 shop batteries first day. Yeah. Oh, man. Anyway, let's get to our headline act here. Um, if I'm if I'm ever in need of legal advice, I'm not going to call a lawyer. This this one 
a bloody ripoff. I'm putting the call out for anti-maskers, preferably American ones. They know the law. They use words like due diligence, federal law, jurisdiction. They fucking know the law, man. Yeah. And uh, untapped resource, probably free. When you've spent most of your adult life just back-to-back watching CSI Miami, you are going to probably pick up a word or two. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, our uh, hero in this, um, our protagonist here, Andre Popper, he, uh, he gets kicked off a plane for not wearing a mask, obviously, and he knows the fucking law. It's a fair bit in here. He keeps he keeps ordering his wife around, oh. like in this day and age. Like he's filming his own tanty, no less, which is very thoughtful for us, goes for a fair while. And he had to get his bags out with one hand because of the filming. And his missos there carrying the bulk of their stuff behind him and he keeps telling her what to do. Then he uses words like babe and honey to take the edge off. Yeah, he, do, so he, that's fine. he does drop this at one point. I assume it's about her mask. Take that shit off, honey. Take that shit off, yeah, honey. That's about the mask. She's still got hers on. Mm. Yeah. He's upset, but he's upset for this reason. He's getting kicked off an Alaskan Airlines flight. So I'm on Alaska Airlines and we're getting kicked off an airplane because I refuse to wear a mask, which is their law on their website. States that if I have any medical condition, I do not have to wear a mask and I do not have to prove it. <clears throat> it's on their website. Keeps bringing it up. It's it's. I think yeah. he's the type of bloke that has gone to the website and gone, fucking got him. I don't have to wear a mask. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That's why he's on the plane in the first place. It's mad. He sort of, he continues to quote the law for minutes. Even after getting off the plane, he's still quoting the law to the staff. Well, very Seppo style as well. And shout out to all American friends. Here in Australia, just your regular run-of-the-mill people don't even have lawyers. But over there... Yeah, and honestly, shame on you. Really horrible. And my attorney, obviously, attorneys will be involved. Yes. <laughs> sorry, mistake there. Surprised his team weren't on the plane with him. Yeah, sorry, did you hear that singular? Well, it's not. It's fucking plural. Attorneys. Yeah. Yeah, and honestly, shame on you. Really horrible. And my attorney, obviously, attorneys will be involved. That's a my dad. Oh, my dad's going to turn up. He's very important. Absolutely, that's a my dad. He's a classic my dadder. He's, um, I mean, the law is there to protect American freedom. Airlines say wear a mask unless you have a medical condition. Of course, you don't have to say what that condition is. That would be unconstitutional. So the existence of a medical condition is just interpreted by the individual. That's where we've arrived. As a society, no common sense. These staff surely knew he had a medical condition. He's wearing a fucking V-neck, so a grown man. Well, you may, your your mate here, and he's definitely one of those. Your mate. He um, he's not any he's not any bloke, is he, Heggy? He's the oh, he's he's not. the only owner operator of badassery dot com. Yes, he is. I. <laughs> Did you did you head over to his Facebook? I, I certainly did go over to his Facebook. Good place to start. You got the dinger ready? Here we go. Well, first of all, I want to hate the bloke, but born in 1969. You. Ah. But go. I love the description, the little blurb. I help people globally, capital G, become the best, capital V, B, version, capital V, of themselves, capital T. A lot of capitals for no reason there. Yeah. <laughs> but badassaryfactory.com. So what what's his business? Is he a um like a self-help? Uh well, yeah, that's that's the way I could according to his Facebook, he's a badass father, 
badass husband, badass friend, and badass entrepreneur. Andre Popper. But do love that, Americans. Entrepreneurship. Big title. Long word. Very low entry bar. Oh, yeah. So that's where he... You, do you remember George W. Bush's entrepreneur quote to Tony Blair? Not recorded, so probably fake news. There is some debate as to whether or not it happened. Open your eyes, sheeple. You remember? I've been watching a fair bit of George W. recently. Just sort of... You know when you feel a bit low and you need to pick me up, YouTube videos of shit you remember laughing at? That's going to do the job. That sort of... Remember that, remember that blank look on his stupid little face when someone whispered the 9-11 news to him while he's reading oh. to some second graders in Florida? Do you remember that? Yeah, great. Oh, sick. Who, in the, incidentally, in the video, these second graders all look about five feet tall. <laughs> that's, that's, that's America. It's the chicken that's breast, a, mate. What's that? I've been watching oh, a it's doco. it's the freedom chicken. It's the freedom chicken. I was watching this doco. Um, the guy did supersize me. He's made this one about starting yeah. his own chicken restaurant. And he has to go around, but he has to. He wants to raise the chicken, the chickens himself. So he goes to this farm yeah. where they raise them, and buys a bunch of them. And uh, there's this bloke walking him through when the chickens get to a certain size. There's some that are just fucking dead. And he said, "What's happened here?" And he goes, "No, no, no. That's good news. They've had heart attacks because they've grown so fast. If you weren't having chickens yeah. die of heart attacks at this stage, you'd genuinely be concerned." <laughs> 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 you America fuck yeah I probably probably my favourite George W video is that dude throwing shoes at him. Oh you can watch it on loop. Like you can it's it's a good exchange. Like it's very accurate throwing and expert dodging. George W has definitely had a lot of stuff thrown at him. Oh yeah. And sort of in slow motion you can see Bush grinning. If I didn't know better, it looks like me. When he ducks the first one, he thinks, sick, Italian leather, size nine. That's my size. Hope he throws the next one. <laughs> Second one comes in with even more fucking mustard on it. And that guy, <laughs> the dude got three years jail time to think of it. Yeah. Fucking awesome. I love that video. It's one of the best. You'd be a hero in jail for that. That's got to be the polar opposite of fucking child sex offender. Oh, for sure. You are not getting fucking buggered in jail if you did but that. But even if you voted for George Bush, I think you'd be like, how's this funny cunt? He threw shoes at him. Yeah. He's in here. That's hilarious. <laughs> I stabbed a guy. <laughs> I look forward to when Egg Boy gets done for something. Be, no, 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 he's Egg Boy. Leave him alone. No, I, he's Egg Man Did I tell you I found out about Egg Boy? Did I bring that up the other week? No, we talked about it on, um, That's on right. uh, Josh Earl's podcast. Yeah. yeah. Fucking Egg Boy. Egg Boy now is like a spiritual, yeah, what is he? like? A, just- uh, he put out a video called Destination Fucked just to tell you that you're all heading towards Destination Fucked if you don't fix yourselves up and become yeah. you know, more aware or something. Yeah. I don't know. Always, He's always the spiritual guidance. I always think, who is that bloke that egged the guy? Yeah. <laughs> He'll help. Spirituality's in the yellow part. Will Connolly. Um, That's him. Yeah, that's him. So over at uh, badassaryfactory.com, which coincidentally is the name of my toilet, it um, <laughs> seems Andre <laughs> off the, is flogging off. Sorry, babe, off the clock on for another shift at the factory. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you in 20 minutes. Don't come in here. 
<laughs> seems Andre is uh, flogging off the previously intangible bad arsery. And um, front page, right, it's him in all black, save for the turned over cuffs as a result of arms too short for a 3XL shiny black business shirt, flanked by, I think, his missus and daughters yeah. walking along the street, and they look a little trepidatious. Um, bad arsery factory, though, can I, can I tell you a quote from it? Yeah. Well, you've read oh, it. No, well, the mate, I don't think I've seen this quote. I was too busy heading straight to the merch section where you can get oh, T-shirts and I'm hats. And the T-shirts, of course. Yeah, mine's in the mail. <laughs> what are the T-shirts? Yeah. What are their What are their – what's the redeeming quality about the uh, Bad Arsery Factory T-shirts? Are they shiny or are you talking about the shape of the neck? The shape of the neck. It's all V-neck, baby. It's a V-neck. <laughs> Yeah. In fact, when I saw that, I had to go back to the original Andre Popper uh, self-taped Tanty um, and see that he's actually wearing his own shirt on the plane. Oh, is he? Yes. Right. Yeah, because I thought that not everything can be V-neck, but a black V-neck, but, yeah, apparently it can. Um, Man, you know what we should make for merch? We should make Midfly Borel no. Bad Arsery Factory V-necks. Just sell them. Absolutely just not. Just go, what cunt? I ki- no, no, no. No, I'm not. <laughs> Having anyone associated with me in a V-neck ever? It's not. I've happen. tried a V-neck on before by mistake, and I handed it back saying, "Sorry, your t-shirt's broken." I don't know. If- <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking creepy. It's it's revolting. Oh, yuck! You know, the fucking heebie-jeebies even thinking about it. Um. Anyway, Bad Arsery Factory is a place, and I quote, "Where anyone from anywhere can go through the factory and come out a badass." in life, relationships, and business. The factory was constructed by Andre and Tammy Popper, an entrepreneurial power couple building businesses together for almost two decades. Through their own experiences overcoming poverty mindset, fear, limiting beliefs, self-doubt, anxiety, and other similar success blockers, they were able to achieve massive success personally and professionally. Yes. So good. What an American Have What an American money. paragraph. Oh, Fucking unbelievable. It's, it's that passion for helping others, patent pending, that always separates the one percenters <laughs> from the rest of us. So I did love. From what I could gather. Sorry, just yeah, quickly on. on his website here. Um, badarseryfactory.com beat me to it. I had to cop mm. the .au for my website. Um, <laughs> bad- he hasn't covered his bases on GoDaddy with all of them. <laughs> If you go, so there's the about section, of course, podcast, why not, merch, contact. Um, my favourite is work with us. There's coaching, speaking, courses, events, and then the last one, make money. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. If that, is that like a Jim's mowing? Is that how the bad Refactory factory works? Can I just – and then if you click on that one, there's a photo of him almost da- – it's like he's dancing with his wife. Yeah, it's it's got it all pretty much. The gist of it is that uh, Andre had a panic attack one time and that changed his life. Now he can monetize telling people how to be happy and live full lives, life coach style. But they don't use the term life coach. So is the miso though. Mental health, that's the new fucking gold rush in America. What, mental health? Yeah, absolutely. It's a fucking uncharted territory. A lot of nuggets you can uh, exploit. Uh, life coaches, I reckon, they're like cops. No one else understands them, so they have to marry each other. 
Oh, so he's, there's also it's quite a full on quoted on his Instagram um, feed, Badassery Factory. Uh, yeah. Very, very Trump heavy. Not a lot of anti-maskers, <laughs> Democrats, as we said last yeah. week. It's um oh yeah, he's he's all for he's you know. Oh, this is my favorite little quote of the American flag. Did you see that violent riot where patriots burned cars and buildings and shot cops? Nah, that's because it never happened. Well, I don't know what the fuck Brilliant. Timothy McVeigh was, but I'm pretty sure he was a patriot. <laughs> <laughs> Look into it, Sheeple. By the way, you'll be rapt to know this Heggy is an avid Scrabble player. Sheeple, yep. since 2017, now in uh, the dictionary and the official Scrabble Players Dictionary. Yeah, not in my fucking games parlour, it's not. <laughs> Sictoria? How many points is that? <laughs> Plandemic? <laughs> so he's um he's obviously a mental health advocate, Andre Popper, and Tammy's got her in on the business as well, doing his typing and stuff. Anxiety, <laughs> panic, depression, suck. It's time to be free and happy at last. Cure Anxiety TM with a badassery factory T-shirt and hat bundle, fifty five ninety seven, available in slimming black only for your midlife body and hats. Of course, we all know what that's about on a middle aged man. And um, and like you said, Phoenix, just in case you everybody wasn't sure what just what sort of man you were to start with when you're wearing badassery merch. He's fucking. This bloke's great though because he was born in Romania. I believe. Uh, Andre, yes. Yeah, Andre was born in Romania, and when he's getting kicked off the plane, he likes to remind people where they are and how they should act. But they're forcing me to wear a mask or I have to get off the plane, so I'm getting off the plane because they're fucking communists. Love a bit of communist action. <laughs> so why am I getting kicked off the plane, ma'am? You're all sheep. <laughs> yes, there he is. Everyone clapped there him and getting walked off. You're all sheep. Alaska Airlines. So this is obviously going straight to the attorneys. So let's go, babe. Nothing else. (laughs) Fuck them. Oh, fuck them. Yes. (laughs) I mean, there there were reports out of London, right, that the poppers did it again that day on another plane. Sick. But there's no footage. He must have been out of battery. No news about it, really. He made the video himself of him being a dork and published it. That's fucking news. But um, so the poppers, right? You you know what they did too? They left Tammy's sister and her husband on the plane. Like they're walking off, going see you in Mexico. We'll get there some other way. Come on, honey, let's get the fuck out of here. I reckon they've watched these two have the in laws have just watched Andre's bald patch stomp up the aisle towards the door and thought, oh, let's really enjoy ourselves the next couple of days. It takes that fucking loser and his wife to drive to Mexico. Two bucks, fizz, please. We'll have the timeshare to ourselves. <laughs> True success. We've got a timeshare in Cabo. Yeah. Um, Not to be. The, in the end. Yeah. Do you think that's the. You think they're so happy they're just having a swim in the pool the next morning after a buffet breakfast going? Right now, we'd be having to hear about how the virus can't survive in humidity. But thank fuck, Alaska Airlines kicked him off. Yeah. Well, it wasn't to be. Ending like that. The poppers, you'll be happy to know, started posting photos of themselves slugging back tequila in Mexico a few days later. Shit. So Well, they were still pretty angry at the airport. I'm fucking livid. Pissed. <laughs> fucking stupid people. And that's what it comes down to, stupid people. 
some fucking nerve, a balding man in a V-neck that says bad ass refactory on it, calling people wearing masks stupid people. <laughs> yeah. But then he doesn't want to quit. He um he he keeps asking uh the lady at the desk at the boarding gate for her information. Yeah. Yeah. What, ma'am, what's your name? My name is Karen. Karen what? No, I don't have that, to give that's funny name. that it's Karen, but uh, what, what do you, of course you do have to give me a last name. No, I don't have to. You don't have to give me a no. last name? No. <laughs> As a manager here? Mm-hmm. Of course you do. No, it's just to. Karen? Yeah. Funny enough, guys, it's fucking Karen. All right. <laughs> he's laughing at her going, check out this Karen. When he's yeah. the fucking ultimate Karen. He's taken a 17-minute oh. video of himself getting kicked off a plane for not wearing a mask, wanting to see the manager and get their names. Yeah. Your Karen cunt. I don't know. Where can we <laughs> walk to? Because you can't get on a fucking plane in America without co- communists and police getting involved. But my attorneys are going to eat this motherfucker up. Oh, uh, yeah. Is that When do you learn well, uh, what day of the badassery course do you learn to just keep saying attorneys at volume until people respect you? I watched one video of Andre. I think it might have been in the aftermath or him reposting it or something where it had um, he'd sort of supered up a uh, thing saying, any attorneys want to play, call me on this number. So obviously his team of attorneys must be on holidays or something because he's, he's in the market for new attorneys. But you know what? His positive can-do attitude, you said he ended up in Mexico a few days later. He fucking called it. Okay, I got to go. I got to go do a shot of tequila or maybe eight. He fucking called her. Yeah. What sort of weird I medical condition uh, prohibits you from wearing a mask but allows you to have eight shots of tequila? Oh, that's not your place to say, mate. Oh, sorry. It's a special one. Sorry about that. <laughs> You've got to go ask Andre exactly what his ailments are. No one else would know, including doctors. I, I just needed someone to make sense of it. We are here to ask questions and have them answered because things don't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> Yelling that into a megaphone, you may as well just yell, help, I don't know what's happening. Will someone oh, please yeah. help? Yeah. I'm very confused. People buy it's megaphones a... well before they learn how to speak properly. I've never heard somebody, though, with no confidence on a megaphone. Nothing's making sense at the minute. Please. I'm very scared. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> So Andre, as well as tequila, he's quite partial to to uh, big fat cigars by the looks of his social Whoa. media. Yeah, must be must be part of his medication. <laughs> it's unclear if he sort of capitulated and wore a mask on the plane that eventually got him there against strict medical advice. He found a plane that would believe he was ill, or sort of cranked up the Hummer and drove the twenty three and a half hours to Cabo. <laughs> Either way, he definitely arrived there as a result of bad arsery. <laughs> I can can you imagine the the brother in the law's eyes rolling where Andre and Tommy kick the door in at the timeshare and a few days of peace and quiet they go oh, f- I don't know I mean I don't have a sister but I guarantee if I did her husband her husband would be a fuckhead that's just how it seems to pan out <laughs> Do you reckon the daughters when they saw mum and dad leave for the airport you know your parents are going away or you've had mates whose parents are going away Yeah First thing they're going to do is throw a party. Do you reckon oh. bad arsery CEOs left the house and the one sister's clocked the other one and gone, he's, he's made a point of not bringing a mask. Let's not fucking hire the keg just yet. I reckon dad's coming back this other. 
<laughs> we'll just read books and sit here for two, at least three hours. They'll probably come back in. <laughs> they probably dropped him off and just sat out there. <laughs> yeah. You got to move on. No, he'll be back in a minute. Don't worry. <laughs> Keep it running. Very good. Well, that's it for Andre. Everyone, head over to uh, badassfactory.com. Oh. Get your merch. They would be. I think they'd be amazed if people just started from Australia buying a $55 hat and V-neck pack and then demanding a refund. That's what I mean. We should just make badassery T-shirts and when he calls us on it, go, shut up, man. I'm getting my fucking yeah. attorneys onto this. I learned from you, Andre. You just keep yeah. yelling about attorneys. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> that brings us to the end of the, another episode of Mid-Flight Brawl. Um, thanks for all the emails and messages. Thanks for checking out Heggy's special the other week on 10 Shake. I believe mine's coming up in a couple of weeks' time. I'll, you know what's going to be weird about that, Heggy? Yeah. Yours is from 2018. Mm. Mine, I've, the one I filmed that's going out was from 2016. My shit's yeah. quite personal. What do you think? You're going to have some outdated ideals? No, no, no. Well, in the way that I had a fiancé and no child. Oh, gotcha. I've seen the footage. I look quite young in the face. There's a lot of hope there, <laughs> hope for the future. <laughs> yeah, right. That's when I was just having beers and playing FIFA. I was living the fucking dream. I miss that kid. Yeah. I'm going to watch it and tear up. <laughs> <laughs> I just get by because I never change. It's always the same every year. What's he whinging about now? There it is. Yeah. Now I'm in a stinking hot Airbnb in Brisbane playing, pretending I'm flying a fucking plane on my laptop. Ah, makes you think, doesn't it? <laughs> anyway, I'm looking forward to winding the clock back to 2016 and having a look at uh, how a 30-year-old? No, 20-something-year-old yeah, Nick 29. Cody. Yeah, sick. In a shirt. When Get I, amongst I it. I started going. That, that must have been when Channel 9 grabbed me. They saw me in a shirt and thought, we'll just get him over the line here. Oh, yeah. Let's make this uh, stand-up comedian into a media personality. Four years later, Yuck. job done. Yuck. Fuck off. Transformation complete. <laughs> You're right, talking to the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, Son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Man, it's the it's the little one in the middle of the sentence that gets me. <laughs> There's so it. many, man. I'm just going to send you videos. Ric Flair, Ric Flair interview highlights. Just him going. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I'm going to go. I'll talk you later. Thanks for tuning into Midflight Brawl. Get on the Patreon and uh, check out. Now, the spin-off, Land Larrikins, available through Patreon. Thanks for all the messages at Midflight Brawl on Instagram, midflightbrawlpod at gmail.com. Send us a message. We love hearing from you. Thanks for all the reviews, and we'll see you next week. Bye. See you, mate. Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's Midflight Brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go, the clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 